This is Mr. Bean with Mr. Bean's Podcast. Remember, if you have any information leading up to the arrest or conviction of the murderer of Barry J. Bean, please respond to at Mr. Bean Podcast 1 on Twitter or Facebook at Mr. Bean's Podcast. You can also like and follow on Podbean and leave a comment. Thank you. Have a blessed day. So who killed Barry Bean? That is a very good question. That is the question behind this podcast. So why? Why? It's a good question because why would be the motive, right? Who has motive enough to uh, to want to kill my dad? You know what I mean? I'm sure everybody's at one point in their times in their life said, man, I was, you know, said some fucked up shit or whatever. But when it comes down to it, you know damn good well you weren't really going to do anything. You know what I mean? Uh it was just your emotions at the time, and then you kind of moved on for it. Move, moved on forward, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's heard somebody say they was going to kill somebody, knowing they was just mad and they wasn't really going to do shit. Everybody's heard that. My dad, I don't remember a lot of times I'd go out that somebody wasn't looking for him. Man, he always told me some stories about how him and his buddy, you know, up in the woods, stealing people's weed. There was always some crazy stories he was telling. There's always somebody that was after him. You know, now looking back on it, man, shit, I don't know why I was allowed to even go see my dad. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I can remember when I was little, my dad uh, talking to my my grandma, my grandma on the other side, my grandma Irene, great lady, love her to death. She uh, talking to her to borrow the 25 pistol. And it was just so, you know, we'd have something to shoot out there is what he told her. You know what I mean? And and so we would take the 25. But my dad's really reason was he was my friend, he thought he might need to use the damn thing. You know what I mean? That same gun. I mean, I mean, I that same gun. I, I I was no like I was probably closer to seven than ten at this time. But that same gun, you know, I come down. I had a sick dog. You know, my dad got me this dog. I don't know what kind it was, but it just from what I can remember, it kind of reminded me of like an English bulldog or something. But you know, it, it got Parvo. You know what I mean? And Parvo, you can't treat it as pretty kills dogs. You know, so. The, uh, you know, in McCurtain County, uh, you know, back in them days, you know, a lot of places really back in them days, I mean, you didn't take the dog to vet, you know what I mean? You, uh, you took him on the long walk in the woods, you know, so, I mean, my dad took him, took him to the woods, you know, my dad told me pretty much it was my dog, so I had to do it, and I did it. And so here I am, this little kid, and, you know, up in middle of the fucking mountains, I say mountains, but southeastern Oklahoma, if you from Broken Bow, you know what the, the terrain's like, or McCurtain County, you know what the terrain's like down there. But we go camping and stuff, and it was like in the middle of nowhere. They didn't have no damn cell phones back in the day, and if they did, hell, you probably made service anyway, where we was at. But it was, he was telling me stories about people after him, and it was crazy shit, man. And then, you know, I'd be scared, thinking, well, well shit, are we going to, like, are we going to have to do something? You know, I'm little. I'm under 10 for sure. You know, so he tells me these stories. And then so when I get older, you know what I mean? And he does end up dying. You know what I mean? Uh, it was weird because I was kind of like when I heard like he, he did die, I was kind of prepared for it, if that makes any sense. Because I used to get calls from my dad a lot. You know what I mean? I can remember one time my dad called me. He was just, just he was crying on the phone. He pretty much told me he was about to go die because the people that was after him was, you know, they found him. 
and that was it, you know, so I'm freaking out, crying, you know, my mom has to talk to me, you know, and uh, calm me down, get me to sleep, and then the very next morning, he calls back, you know, he called to let me know that, you know, he didn't die, but, you know, it was just one of them conversations, because I can remember my mom answering the phone, my mom's, you know, obviously upset, upset at the guy, you know, for saying what he said uh, to me right before I went to bed, you know, and getting me upset, you know, then, but, you know, it's one of them things that was, that was like his, that was his goodbye to me, you know, but now this is years, these, 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 from the actual point of him dying and that conversation, you know, it's years apart, you know, we're talking, I was 16 when he died, you know, so that, that conversation was probably when I was 13, you know, but I always had conversations like that. I mean, it wasn't the first time. That was just the first time that I can remember thinking, fuck, you know, he's he's crying telling me this, you know. So there's always somebody after him, always somebody after him. Like him and his buddy that he grew up with, you know, he told me basically there, there was Broken Bow. There was big time uh, drug dealer. If you, you can do a little research on it, but McCurtain County Gold used to be a big deal in, in southeastern Oklahoma. It's, it's a strain of cannabis. It was in the High Times magazine at one point in time. But. It was so basically what they was they was growing the weed in Broken Bow, McCurtain County, but they were selling it all over the world. You know what I mean? It was just a good strain. I think it's a sativa hybrid. Uh, I think it's actually a, a branch or something that was remade from uh, Appalachian Gold or some shit like that. But anyways, my dad and his buddy knew where they had their grew their weed at, so they would go they would go rob them. You know, so. And that was at a young age, you know, young age. I mean, he was young. I mean, I I was born, you know, but like he, these are years apart, you know what I mean, from, you know, when he actually died. So that, that's one of the scenarios, you know, finally that, you know, they, they, they were still out messing up and then they come back and get him for, you know, they come back and, you know, to, to finally kill him, you know, him and his buddy, you know what I mean? Which, you know, I, I got it. It's a, it's, I got it. It's a story. Now, do I believe that story? I don't know. I, 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 like I said, like everybody to me is a suspect. Every story I've heard, they're suspects. And to me, I, I, I just, I, that's just the way I'm going to think. That's just the way I'm going to think. And so did that happen? I don't know. It's a story, you know. Uh, there's also, you know, the, the aspect of, you know, the, the time, you know what I mean? So at the time of my dad's death, I mean, the reality of the situation is, is he was, you know, a drug addict. He was a drug addict, you know, and so drug addicts, you know, if you're a drug addict and you don't got no job, you know, there's shit that happens. You know what I mean? He's a drug addict. I mean, you know, drug addict and a small time thief, you know, and, I, you know, it is what it was. It is what it is. There's also the scenario, the scenario of money. The scenario of the money is, is my dad, he was in an accident in a convenience store and uh, in the convenience store and he got some money out of it. Now, the backstory to that story is, is he had an accomplice with him. There was somebody with him and, you know, basically it was an insurance scheme. So my so my dad had a buddy that went in, put some oil on the ground. My dad comes in, slips and falls. So with that being said, there was a probably, I'm assuming that there was probably a, an expectation of how much money they thought they was going to get versus how much money they did get. 
So it ended up being they didn't get no money. My dad got money because they didn't get as much money as they thought they was going to. So I was told by my dad that he got $1,500. Now that $1,500, he gave me $500. He gave my little sister $500, and he was going to give his mom $500. Abracadabra, money's gone, right? No more money. Uh, and so $500, man, you know, I've always thought it was crazy to me because that $500 is, is realistically the last thing my dad ever gave me. And what's fucked up about it is that $500 was pretty much taken from me too. Cause I was living with some people and you know, they got it. Uh, they wasn't supposed to get it, but they got it. They were supposed to put it in a bank account for me. Yeah. So with that money, so, so now my dad has a friend that now has a motive, right? So that was his motive. So he got screwed out of the deal. But I don't, I just don't think $1,500 would have been enough for that, that person, that suspect, we'll call it suspect one, to, 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 to do it. I mean, we're talking about guys that's been friends forever. You know what I mean? Been friends forever. But. You know, I was talking about to my cousin Sharice about it, you know, and, and, th- and this this made sense to me, like the rumor mill. You know what I mean? You're looking at you're looking at drug addicts, meth addicts. You know what I mean? That, you know, they ain't working. You know what I mean? And whatever they are doing, it's, it's not, you know, legal, you know, to get money. But, you know, if they thought my dad got a lot more money, you know what I mean? That that changes things. That's that's changes things. It changes things a, a lot, I think, because you know, talking to the uh, the the OS, OSBI agent that's in charge of my dad's case now, he told me that he thought my dad got like seventy five thousand or fifteen thousand dollars from the insurance scheme. Okay, now I I, I personally I, I don't know how I can go back and double check that, but I it's really I would really like to know how much he got because that that changes things, you know. That, that changes things. But even if he didn't really get that much, the 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 the, the, the addicts are going to be – the rumor mill is going to be out there because I think there was a predetermined expectation of what they thought they was going to get. And if they was talking, you know, maybe they was talking. Uh, maybe they was doing stuff they couldn't repay. I mean, I, I mean, there's so many different possibilities of that. But if somebody thought that he really got more money than he did, you know what I mean, and then they was like, well, shit, you were supposed to split it with me. And you got they thinking he got fifteen thousand. I mean, that's a little bit different thinking. Hey, you're gonna split fifteen hundred from him. You know what I mean? Because and to me, I feel like he could just told to do like, look, man, I gave my son five hundred dollars, I gave uh, my daughter five hundred dollars, and I and I gave my mom some money because I'm living with her rent free. You know what I mean? I feel like they could have fought that out. I mean, I, I feel like they still would have fought it out, but I, I mean, I don't think anybody would should would have died. You know, but who knows? You know what I mean? Who knows? You know what I mean? There's there's always going to be different scenarios, you know, the way it happened. You know what I mean? You know, like like I was saying earlier, I've always remembered a time when somebody was after my dad. Always remember that. I always remember a time. And then, you know, at, if you're surrounded, then, and then you hear like, you know, that, you know, the people that was after my dad from the past, you know, they finally put a bounty on his head, a $10,000 bounty. So when you hear stuff like that, it's like, well, $10,000, you know, and then, and then you start thinking about, well, 
how much money did people think he get he got? So it's just really hard to tell what what stories are real. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, if I knew exactly what the story was, I mean, I, I would be in a, a different place right now. You know what I mean? I'd be in a different place. You know, uh, you know, as far as talking about it, you know, thinking about it, you know, I, I'd be in recovery mode. I guess is the the way to say it. But you know that in the end, you know. There's always more stories. There's always more stories, right? So, like, there's there's a suspect one that we that we talked about earlier, you know, uh, and there's a, there's a suspect two, you know what I mean? Now, suspect two is 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 a current friend of him, you know. Uh, I, it's just, it was no, not a current friend. I, let me take that back. It's not a current friend. Uh, suspect two was like an ex, was an ex of his, and so suspect two. For whatever reason, uh, they was gonna kill my dad, and you know, they was gonna kill my dad over the money that they thought that he had, and so basically, what they did was is this: the scenario is, is they took him out. Pretty much, there was a party. He was dropped off, and then uh, they tried to give him a hot shot. So what a hot shot is, is when somebody puts like battery acid or, you know, they, so if you're shooting up meth, they would put a, some type of chemical in that meth to, uh, you know, to kill you. So it makes you, looks like, you know, it was just a bad dose and you died, right? So the scenario is, is they gave my dad a bad dose and then, uh, you know, then he just started flipping out. He, he didn't die like he was supposed to. He started flipping out and then, uh, so... So there was another person there. We'll just say suspect three. He shot my dad in the head because he was freaking out. So I I I started the the podcast series off, you know, with the medical examination. You know what I mean? I mean, for the main reason, just because it was just so much, so much bad shit in there, man. You know what I mean? I'm having I, I, ever since I read that shit, man. I'm having like nightmares about fucking waking up in maggots and shit, dude. And uh, yeah, I hadn't been sleeping too good. But when when you when you dive into when you start looking at it, you start thinking of stuff, right? So one of, one of the things that you know, my dad's he was missing his 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 left hand. Uh, he was missing his his left arm was was way more decayed than his right, and you know floated off or whatever. But I don't it, I don't think it means anything. I think it's just kind of a bad. It was just the way he was in there. I, I I don't know if it means anything or not. Is what I'm saying. But when you give somebody a hot shot, assuming he gives the 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 shot to himself, my dad was right handed. He would have put it in his left arm. So if he's freaking out, fucking with his arm. You know, uh, and then, you know, they have to kill him. You know how, and it, you know, how does that, does that play anything to it? I guess the real question is, be how long was his fucking arm? You know, how long did they wait before they killed him? Because you know, if they waited, you know, if it was like a couple days or days before they killed him, and he was freaking out, you know what I mean? There might be more room for, you know disease infection to set in his arm because he kept fucking with it you know plus if you're if you're tweaked out of your fucking mind you know you've been up for days and you're just clawing at your arm you know maybe maybe that's something maybe there's something there but i just 
I don't know if the investigative reports say anything about that, but I mean, I guess, I don't know. It seems, seems like it might be something there. Seems like there might be something there for sure. And then there's also the scenario that, uh, you know, my dad being my dad, you know, at the time, you know, a drug addict, small time thief, that there was a, there was a cop involved and, this cop is known in McCurtain County for being a corrupt cop. He's known for being a corrupt cop. Uh, and supposedly, uh, you know, supposedly he told my dad to go get him something. My dad pretty much said, you know, okay, roger that. And never never did what he did. He just kept the money. So then that dude has a, had a reasonable cause to uh, kill my dad. But... The scenario that, but I was never given, uh, I was never told if he did it himself or if he hired somebody to do it, you know. So, but if he hired somebody to do it, I mean, I don't know how much you would, you would pay, you know what I mean? I just, it's just hard for me to, to believe that somebody put a hit out on my dad, you know. It's just hard for me to, because my dad, like I said, he was a, he was a drug addict and a small time thief. Why would somebody put like 10 grand on his head, you know what I mean? You know? Even if it was like the, the the big time marijuana growers that he was robbing back in the day, like, I mean, why would they wait so long to do it? You know, and why did they only kill him? There was two people involved in every one of them fucking stories. Why did they only kill my dad? It's possible. Um, it's possible. It's just it's just. It just seems uh, less likely, I should say. You know, my dad, he uh, he had he had a relationship with his father. You know what I mean? I, from from what I could tell or see, it wasn't the it wasn't the best relationship. You know what I mean? There was a lot of bad things. You know, like growing up, my dad would tell me about his dad. You know, and I, I think there was a lot of other stuff that that happened that he really didn't tell me. Like he used to tell me some stories about you know abuse and stuff when he was little. Like he told me like he would come home and his mom would be laying up under the table because you know his dad was get drunk and beat her, you know, so he, he didn't have, I, you know, just wasn't the best, you know, child, childhood growing up, you know, he, I feel like his grandpa was more of a dad to him than, than what his, his dad was. And by his grandpa, I mean his, his, uh, his mom's dad, um, he seemed like he was more of a dad than my dad. Uh, than my dad's dad was from what I from what you know we talked about you know what I mean but you know we really didn't talk about his dad a lot you know it was brought up you know here and there I remember going to see him and stuff like that you know uh, I remember when I I was little like so I was little like I was like car seat little like I was in a car seat and my dad we pull up to a a place and I don't he's like hey you know I'm going inside and before he went inside he had me like a little it was like a little Swiss Army knife it was it was one of the red ones you know that had the Swiss Army signal on it you know and and he tells me he gives me the knife and he says hey if anything happens you know and I'm just like what the fuck okay you know uh my dad, you know, me and my dad communicated with me ever since I can remember. My dad communicated everything about me. Shit, I, I'm, I didn't need to know. Like, he would talk to me about drugs and everything like that. So he was open and honest about everything, except for how bad his addiction was, you know, when he got older. But, 
you know, he, he gave me the knife, you know, and then uh, I'm in this back seat of this car and I'm looking and then I see my dad take off out of this house and this big old dude come out and he threw a hammer and hit my dad in the back and my dad just folds up. I mean, it's, I mean, just think about it, getting hit in the back with a hammer. Um, you know, then, then that dude, he, he comes over to, uh, to the car because hell, my dad's car was still in front of his house and guess who was in the fucking car? Me. I was in the fucking car in the back and, uh, this dude, this dude, he gets in, sits down and I guess he heard me crying or something, but man, I I can honestly remember thinking I was going to stab this dude in the neck. And then he turns around, looks at me and I'm just fucking crying, you know, freaking out, thinking I'm going to stab this dude in his neck. And, uh, he just looks at me and I I don't remember if he said anything to me or not. Uh, I don't think he did, but he got out. And next thing you know, uh, JW, my dad's dad, my grandpa, he showed up and, uh, you know, you know, and then we went and found my dad, wherever he was at. But so I say that to say, like, I mean, they had a relationship, you know what I mean? But, you know, at that time, I don't know what that meant. You know, I think I thought it for a while thinking, well, that's just the guy he could call. But, you know, thinking about it, fuck, we was in Idabel, and that's where he lived at in Idabel, so he was probably just the closest person to come get me. You know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, I don't remember how long I sat in that car until somebody showed up, and, you know, fuck, for all I know that, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how long I was there, but he showed up and got me. But another scenario to uh, how my dad was murdered, and a recent story I've, I've heard was that you know, is his dad had an insurance out on him. So he had insurance out on my dad. And then uh, I was told that he that he was pretty adamant about he was going to be the beneficiary. He was the one going to get all the money. Even though, you know, he had a kid or you know, whatever, it was just him. He was going to get the money. And the, and the story that I was told is like they was talking on the phone and he was like yelling at my dad said, hey, you got to get over here and get these papers. You got to sign these papers because they was going to get one for each other. Like, you know, JW was going to get one and my dad was going to be beneficiary and vice versa. And he's just, just yelling at my dad is talking shit. Like, you got to get over here and fucking sign these papers. Which, you know, when I told when I was told that story, I was like, well, fuck. That's, you know, what's crazy about that is I can remember when I was in the military. Uh, he was asking me about getting insurance on myself. Talking to me about it. And I was like, man, I don't need no insurance. I mean, I mean, the, the military is going to, you know, the military is going to, it was 250000 I think, is what is what I was worth if I died. 250000 So that's kind of the story that, that I was like, nah, I mean, I don't, I don't need to do that. And I'll be taken care of. I don't need you to worry. Because he was trying to sell it to me like, you know, how if something happened, what was going to happen. And I feel like he should have known that, but. You know, then, like, if if I go back, so I got a box of, I got a box of stuff here at the house, right? And, uh, you know, that, man, it still smells like my my, my, my mamaw's house. It's just a box of stuff. When my mamaw passed away, like, there was a box of stuff that I, that I got and I kept. Uh, and, and in that box, there, and then uh, also my aunts, they've sent me stuff, you know what I mean, throughout the years, photos and you know, different paperwork and stuff. And in that box, 
it says that JW did pay for you know the funeral expenses, which it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like it was a lot of money. I mean, my dad was cremated, um, but still, it said he paid for it. Now, again, going talking about money, I wish I knew how much JW really got. I mean, I, I don't have any documents showing that he did have insurance, but I do got a piece of paper that say that he paid for the funeral. Now he paid for the funeral. Now JW, he he don't have money. I mean he's 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 broke. I mean he's riding around town on a scooter and stuff. When I was told that, I was like, nah, well the insurance is is the thing. Maybe he did. You know what I mean? Maybe he just realized that my dad was fucking up. And you know, when you're a drug addict for so long, shit catches up with you. You know, maybe maybe that's it. You know, and also there's the point that 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 I think is there's no way. That he could have did it himself. So if he did do it, he'd have had to have somebody to help him. Because like I said, this dude could barely walk, man. Like he was in some kind of accident when he was when he was younger, like a car fell on him, so his back was fucked up. And so if he did do it, he would have had to have help. And I was told that the person that helped him was suspect one. Now, with that being said, I mean the, the only clear motive was with, with that point was is uh it was money. It was the insurance money he would have got. And, you know, the only way that, you know, if he was suspect one was going to help him because, you know, basically because my dad uh, didn't give him the money from the insurance claim they filed. So that would have been like the, the bounty. So the insurance money, some of it would have went to suspect one. And then I guess he would have got the rest was was that, you know, was that story. And there's so many other stories that, that, you know, I can go through so many other scenarios. Like, I, I know there's so many stories, man. There's just so many stories I've heard and so many stories of people being after my dad. Uh, there's so many stories, so many stories. So where, where, do, where do I go from this, right? I can only tell, like, if I go to the OSBI and I talk to them about the stuff that I've told them, right? They're not going to tell me if they know that or not. They don't tell me what, what, hey, if I run a story by them, they're not, they're not going to tell me that. You know, they're, they're going to tell me to look for specifics, you know what I mean, and, and, and specifics. Now, specifics is, is tough in this scenario, but what is the most, the biggest thing that stands out to me is the money, is the insurance money. And, and at the end of the day, he was killed, probably killed for some freaking money. And... You know, somebody thought that money was more important than, you know, than my dad being around, I guess. So now, you know, moving forward with this, you know, basically uh, the stuff that I have done right now, uh, I brought it up a little bit. But, you know, I'm talking to the the, the head OSBI agent of the uh, of southeastern Oklahoma. You know, McCurtain County is a motherfucker down there. I mean, McCurtain County is, is known to be a tough county. It's known to be a tough county. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that, you know, my dad it was is not important enough for them to put time on. I guess what I'm saying is, is there's probably a lot of cold cases they got down there. You know, I'm positive there is, you know. You know, and my dad, he and at the end of the day, like I told said earlier, my dad wasn't the best of people, you know, at the time. You know, he wasn't, you know what I mean? He, uh, so I'm sure his, his, uh, 
their to-do list and when to get to get to his information wasn't high priority but it's been a long freaking time i mean i end up talking to the uh the osbi that's in charge of the case now and uh this is either the second third one maybe the fourth person that's been in charge of my case throughout these years the thing that stood out to me and with the conversation was is the person that they think uh was saying the person they thought that did it was dead. So, I mean, they really wasn't looking. And I got it. I understand that. But, I mean, you got to figure out a way to close this case. And, and the problem with this is, is is they can tell me all day that they think somebody did it. They think somebody did it. But until I can see that, like, I need to see that. Like, I want to be able to sit down and look through these reports and 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 see where their, their case is at. Because they're not, to me, it looks like they're not doing nothing. You know what I mean? And I know that's not the case. Uh, I I talked to the actual head of the uh, southeastern Oklahoma, you know, cold case uh, files and stuff. And, you know, he, he looked through the file himself while he was on the phone with me. And he assured me that, you know, the information uh, that, that they, they, they do review them every year. He was explaining the process to me, you know, so it and I can understand, you know, what I mean, anytime anybody's ever been in a leadership position, sometimes or been in a leadership position, or completing a task as a leader, you understand there's always going to be somebody on the outside looking in thinking that there's nothing happening. So I understand that. You know what I mean? I understand that it, it would be easy for people to assume they're not doing anything because we don't know their processes. We don't know why they do what they do or how they do their process. I mean, like, for example, I didn't know that my dad's case is not only reviewed by has to be reviewed by the agent every year. It also has to be reviewed by somebody else above him. And uh, this particular agent, uh, he he told me that he was going to review his files and everything uh, one, again personally. And this is the head OSBI agent, the lieutenant. He's personal review it, and he's supposed to be calling me back this week. Um, he's supposed to be calling me back this week. So hopefully. You know, he can give me some some type of news or, you know, hopefully he can just, you know, if he can't give me the, the best news, hope, then, then I got to figure out where I go from here. Because where I go from here is, is I got to get answers. You know, if them answers are just have to be just me reading, you know, investigative reports, I mean, I, I would take it. You know what I mean? But I don't know how I can do that. You know, from what I'm being told is, you know, their investigative records on a still active case, even though. They think the person that did it is dead. It's still considered an active case, so I'm not allowed to see the reports. So I guess if if that scenario is correct, I mean, do they just have an open code case for forever, or do they pass it on to somebody else? Like like the blanket, for example, or the sleeping bag, for example. You know, that sleeping bag. I was told there was a chance that that could have been one of, uh, you know, that there was a certain person, one of his, you know. Friends, or I don't know how you say it. I just don't want to give too much information who it was, but there, there was, there was a name associated with that sleeping bag. I say, right? And so, I don't know if it's possible, uh, because I'm not a forensic scientist. But I mean, how long would that sleeping bag have to be in, be in, in the water in there before they could find some type of DNA on it? Like there had to be in like other people's hairs or something. If somebody was using that. If that was somebody else, if it's a sleeping bag, I mean, I, I, I mean, I just, 
I just don't know. Like, I don't even know what the fucking sleeping bag looks like. You know, like to me, like with this day and age, like if we would have had somebody could have took that picture of that sleeping bag and posted it and just, just asked if anybody knew anything about it. You know what I mean? Where did that sleeping bag come from? You know, uh, where did it come from? Who sold that sleeping bag? What, what, you know, where was that sleeping bag sold at? The same thing with the rope. You know, they said it was a lasso. You know what I mean? Like, where did that rope come from? Where do you get them ropes at in McCurtain County? Where do you get them type of sleeping bags at in McCurtain County? Um, you know, where? To me, them are valuable questions. But also, to me, is... I don't know if they went down that road yet. Maybe they have. I'm sure they have. Uh, maybe they went down that road, but since, again, like I was saying earlier, I'm on the outside looking in. I don't know their process. I don't know what they've looked up. You know what I mean? Um, I just don't know, you know? So, you know, hopefully I can, you know, get some more closure, you know, with it, with them questions, you know, with my next, you know, phone call that I, when I can actually sit down and talk, you know, to this guy, then hopefully, uh, you know, after that, you know, I would definitely like to get him on the podcast, uh, uh, to kind of talk to him about because I think you know the, the not knowing is 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 the hardest thing for me you know what I mean and, and I think if you could get like somebody like that lieutenant to talk and kind of explain how you know how the process works with code cases and the steps that I can take further you know what I mean because I'm positive I'm not the first person that this guy has talked to that's had hey I need some information you know what I mean I need to figure out you know who did who did this I feel like y'all ain't doing nothing. I'm sure I'm not the first person that he's talked to. You know what I mean? That that had them questions. You know. So, but I'm also sure that there's a process behind that. So, if I will go over that with him personally, and I, I'm going to try to explain what what I know and how I'm going to move forward to try to you know rest better at night with that. But also, I mean, I think it'd be neat if I could get him on the podcast. Um. And if I can't, you know, if there's anybody else out there that, you know, is listening or, or you know, has the credentials to talk, edu- uh, to talk uh, educated about the subject, I mean, I, I would love, love to have them on. So if you know anybody, I, I mean, I'm definitely, you know, be interested to hear about that. And, um, you know, lastly, just, you know, God bless, you know, I man, it's, there's a lot of, a lot of fucked up shit that goes on in this world, you know, just be thankful for what you got, man. Be thankful for what you got and. Sleep easy. Remember, if you have any information leading up to the arrest or conviction of the murderer of Barry J. Bean, please respond to at Mr. Bean Podcast One on Twitter or Facebook at Mr. Bean's Podcast. You can also like and follow on Podbean and leave a comment. Thank you. Have a blessed day.